Hello and welcome to this month's edition of Strike, the Paul Washington Tribute Show. It's with a heavy heart, but I have to tell you, he's left this mortal coil. I'm only joking, he went silent while he was counting in. He said I was either good to go or he was dead. So, so, oh, I'm here. So, hi Paul, how are Hello. you mate? Good, good, good. Hi Tony, how are you mate? Not too well, thank you. Alright. How, uh, we haven't recorded for a while, so how's everyone been doing? Recording lots of podcasts with you, Craig. <laughs> well, <laughs> basically, yeah. Um, so I know exactly how you're doing, Paul, but how are you doing, Tony? You, you I'm well? Getting, getting my geek on for the last couple of months at conventions, so. <laughs> Have you had your boobs out? Uh, yeah, and then they split. <laughs> I've got some more on the way, which is stuck in customs at the minute. <laughs> so there's a pair of tits stuck in customs? Yep. <laughs> oh, there's the show title. <laughs> a trio of tits. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Right, so I'm guessing nobody's drinking. I actually am. I'm am. Oh, I'm sipping a nice cup of tea. Oh, English tea, excellent. Mm. I've oh, got a nice man on? I've got a nice strawberry and lime cider. Oh, very summery. Yes. On this, oh, this unusually warm on this unusually warm summer UK day. Are you one of these people who has ice in the cider? No, mine's still in the bottle. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't really drink cider. Um, but I might be tempted. Uh, yeah, hmm. I get a bit chesty if I have the wrong side. Eh? <laughs> Strangely, I'm you just can tell which of us has to drive to work in the morning, can't you? <laughs> yeah, it's not me. No, me neither. I'm drinking Vimto, um, sugar-free. Right, we're just going to recap uh, Jessica Jones um, episode four now. I don't think I've been on any of these recap shows. I might have been on one of them. No, we did all three of them at the same time. Oh, so I've been on none of them. No. <laughs> I thought you'd all sounded the same. <laughs> and we're going to be doing that again today, so just be warned, five and six will be recorded at the same time as well. <laughs> Give away all our trade secrets, Nancy. <laughs> now, I'm just going to be honest with you, and I'm not going to say anything else, but... I think this has been the worst episode, uh, series of, of any Marvel. And it's, Luke Cage, as you know, is, is dropping or dropped, depends when you hear it, season two. And I've, I just haven't had the oomph to watch it because of Jessica Jones. I haven't had the oomph to watch it because of the first season of Luke Cage, but. Oh, maybe the bubble is burst. And at the time of recording, I haven't got the oomph because I'm picking right. my way through all the World Cup games. <laughs> oh, mate, the World Cup. I have missed literally 90% of the games because of being on leads. Uh, but I've watched a bit today. Yeah. Anyway, shall we get on with the show? <laughs> let's, as Claire Rayner used to say, let's press on, lovies. Let's press on. Um, right, so episode four uh, was AKA... God help the hobo. <laughs> Cracking title. <laughs> I, uh, yep. Um, now, the synopsis. Between anger management classes, 
and tabloid scandals, Jessica and Trish track down a third patient linked to the IGH. Oscar extends an olive branch. Dun, dun, dun. I can just see Oscar standing there with an olive branch just <laughs> extending it. <laughs> uh, I can't even remember who Oscar was. Is that his uh, girlfriend? Or is that, is that the neighbour? That's the neighbour. Oh, yeah. I liked him towards the end, but anyway. Yeah. Um, what's, what's your initial reactions to this? I, I thought well, it was one of the better ones. I think it, it kind of picked up the story a bit more. Um, is she on a mental yeah. inhaler by now at this point? Or is she about to be? Um, is... I can't remember. I think Trish may have started using it by that point. So this is the start of the end of their um, relationship, basically, this episode, then, isn't it? Yeah. Um, mm. The thing out of this episode I thought was most interesting was the, moving the Hogarth story along. Yeah. When she starts looking into ways to sort of self-terminate, but her doctor isn't very keen on, of course. Yeah. Yeah, definitely the, the Hogarth story was probably the strongest bit of the entire season. Mm. Um, and yeah, it definitely. And of course, she has a bit of a set to with Chang as well. Yeah. Well, Ho- kicks her out. Hogarth isn't the type of person to do things by halves, so she's got this debilitating disease that's ultimately going to kill her. But that mm. could be 20, 20 years, could be 30 years, but she's not happy. It's either cure me or I'll kill myself. Do you mm. know what I mean? She does seem to deal in extremes. Yeah, she, she really did. She did in the first season as well, with with Girl obviously going from being married to to wanting something completely different at that point. Yeah, but she's very much about control, isn't she? And this illness yeah. is going to take all that away. I think that's that's the big issue for her, really. Yeah, definitely. And she wants to be in control of her, her mm. demise, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, now Jessica's forced to partake in anger management classes after <laughs> she attacked Chang. Uh, the people attending the class tell their stories while bouncing a rubber ball against the wall. Yeah. Jessica uh, is reluctant to take part, but when she finally does, um, she tells them all about her family's uh, death, and she gets so angry, uh, she destroys the ball and off the wall. <laughs> and she, she literally wants signing out, and she has to play a part to get signed out of the class and to say that she's done it for parole or whatever. And after that episode, the fella just signs and off she goes. That, I, I enjoyed that little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite funny actually, her, her complete reluctance to be there. Um, and, and obviously we've seen, well, we've seen that with, with a couple of the other characters as well. Obviously Luke Cage had his moments that were similar as mm-hmm. well. Um, so it was a nice parallel. Um, but yeah, this, uh, as we, we mentioned earlier, this, this is the episode where Trish finds the drugs, um, in Simpson's bag, um, mm. with his, his guns and everything. Um, so this is, the, this is the, the beginning of, of that storyline. Um, yeah. Which is, is another um, big thing throughout the whole season as well. 
And we get a little bit more in the investigation of the story in this as well with the IGH files. Um, yeah. And they actually locate Inez Green, this other potential patient. Yeah. Who just happens to be living on the streets. Uh, of course, it turns out she was a nurse at the hospital. Um, and then we find, as we see her, get a bit crunched by somebody. <laughs> Yeah. By the mysterious woman. Yeah. And this uh, that really does kick off the, the main storyline for the season, I think. Um, mm. And it kind of takes it on its on its way for the journey throughout. Um, yeah. Which is, is quite quite good. I, as we've we've mentioned just before we started recording, the season hasn't got a major villain as such this year. It's no. kind of what's going on in the background is the the villainous part. Yeah. <clears throat> so, have... Go on, carry on. Now, the only thing, so the other thing with, with the theme for the series as a whole is, is trying to find stuff for Malcolm to do, and they do try and give him a little bit to do in this episode. Yeah. Uh, of course, Chang offers him a job, um, which he turns down, and sort of Jessica promises they'll have a better relationship. Um, it's it's just a one way abusive relationship. Hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't feel comfortable, um, no matter what he did it, through the whole entire series, but it's just the wrong thing. And he's, she's, you know, well, she will eventually turn him away, like, won't she, but... Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a strange one, because he is one of the stronger characters as well. He has one of oh, the stronger, stronger storylines throughout both seasons. Um, but he, is, he does seem like he's always going to be the abused one. Um, is he a superhero in the comic books? Don't believe so. He, so he's, but is he in the comic books just as a civilian? Uh, from what I know, yes. I don't think he's a, a major character. Um, right. But he is there. He's obviously a reformed drug addict. Yes, I believe he is. Because um, there's not that many comics with Jessica Jones in. Um, right. As a lead. There was only one major storyline, and that was the one with the Purple Man. Um, she has been brought back recently in her own comics again, um, but she was mainly in other people's comics um, for the bulk of bulk of things. She, she tended to be in the Luke Cage ones. <coughs> so, I mean, going off here at a tangent, but in the comic books, do any of these characters, apart from Daredevil... Wear uh, and punish her a little bit, but did he wear superhero garb? Kind of. Iron Fist does. Iron Fist, we got a little glimpse of his costume at the end of Defenders, Um, but he wears something similar to the mask that Daredevil wears early on, the like the bandana around his face. Yeah. Um, And then a green and and yellow like jumpsuit. Uh, Jessica doesn't, other than the one that we saw in season one, um, but that's all flashbacks in the comics anyway, the same as what we saw was kind of a blink and you'll miss it moment, um, with her wearing it, um, Luke Cage doesn't really, he kind of wears a yellow t-shirt, and, and that's it, um, just four pound from Asta, yeah, basically, he just goes through them, doesn't he, yeah, um, but yeah, that, that's really it. It's only Daredevil and, and Iron Fist that, that wear a costume. 
Right, okay. Right, well, getting back to this episode, there's a critical scene that happens with Oscar, um, the little boy, uh, Vido. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. he enters Jessica's office when the mum and dad are arguing, and uh, he nearly falls out the window. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she saves him. And um, obviously the mother flips a lid, and... The, the the boyfriend or the ex-husband or whatever he is, Jessica's neighbour is, is basically owes him owes her a life debt now because she saved his little boy. Yeah, yeah, and that changes the, that that relationship hugely, mm. and and we'll talk about that in in future episodes, obviously, because it's it's kind of a big moment for for Jess as well. Um, but yeah, it really it brings him into the the forefront of the story is kind of been in the background for the, the bulk of these first couple of episodes. Um, but now but he kind of takes part in the, the main storyline from, from this point onwards. Well, up to this point, you were thinking, what's the point of him? Yeah. He's just an aggressor. <laughs> yeah. You know, but now he's, he's the, um, the master forger for her. He'll do anything for her. You know, he'll... You know, he, he wants to jump into bed with her and, and whatnot. <laughs> but okay. the thing with this episode is well, there's a lot going on in Jessica's office, which makes a change, because we also get the big plot point towards the end of the episode, of course. Um, yeah. When somebody gets attacked that's trying to rob the office. Yeah. Um, and the mysterious woman shows up again. Yeah. Ah, oh, right, and yeah, pre- yeah. Yeah. And proceeds to off him. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and, and that sets up the, the next few episodes as well, doesn't it? So yeah, yeah, that that little sus- police suspicion arc, of course, because with Jessica yeah. again, they gets arrested for murder. Yeah, um, and again we see the IGH thing with, and Trish trying to do some good and it being a complete clusterfuck. <laughs> yeah, she gets arrested as well, <coughs> and it's quite a decent little clear fanger, I thought at the end of that episode actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, and as as we we move on, and and I think we'll all agree here that once again we get the the shit filler episodes um, <laughs> yeah. in the next next few episodes, and mm. this kind of at least gave us something to think about throughout those episodes. I think as well. Yeah. Whereas the episodes may not have been great, at least there was that little bit of of storyline still going. Mm. Yeah, I mean, right, I don't think there's much else to say about the episode. Um, go and watch it and form your own opinions of it. What would you mark it, guys? Come on. I'd probably give it a four out of five. I think. Like 80 out of 100. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was one there's, of the there's better a few ones. Interest, yeah, there's a few key plot points in there, aren't there? Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll just give it a 79 then. <laughs> just, just to be awkward. Just to be awkward. Yeah, so, uh, we're gonna wind it up here. Yeah. And we're going to, uh, record, record the next forward. one. <laughs> we'll be back, back for episode five. Yeah, with, let's do a time shift. Cue the music. <laughs> This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast. Network.